Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back and, oh boy, we are less than a week away from the start of the NFL season. Let's go! Uh, We are just oozing with anticipation of the Dan Campbell era, just everything new uh, going on in Detroit this season. We cannot wait to see how it unfolds. But before we get into that, I'm Big Z. Let's go around to the rest of the Blue Kool-Aid crew. We got Connor. What's good? Run Dog. Yo. UJ. Hello, fans. And Bob. Hello. All right, we got the whole crew here because we are doing our, man, is it this our fourth annual, right? Predictions. I think uh, so. <laughs> so. I think four. Yeah, this is our fourth time doing predictions for the uh, NFL season. Uh, for the Detroit Lions, and we we're, we have a lot of thoughts. Uh, I I think you can uh, tell maybe by the name of the podcast where our predictions might trend, but maybe they won't. So f- tune in uh, to the end of the episode to see. Uh, but we're gonna go through a bunch of different categories here, um, and just get our thoughts and probably talk about some of these guys that we uh, talk about in the categories. But are are you guys ready to get into some of our predictions? Let's do it. All right, gentlemen. So the first one I have is Rookie of the Year. And when I say these awards, I'm not saying for league-wide right now. We are just talking about the Detroit Lions. So out of all the rookies, um, the Detroit Lions have gone. This this goes for drafted and undrafted. Um, who are your picks? We'll start with you, Bob. Who do you have in this category? Um, Let's see. The Rookie of the Year. I have uh... – Derek Barnes, our uh, mm-hmm. linebacker from Purdue. I think this guy's shown a lot in camp. I know Penny Sewell's the big pick, but uh, you know he's switching positions. He missed a year. I think Barnes is going to make an immediate impact and uh, make a difference. So that's what I got for rookie of the year. Did anybody else have Derek Barnes on their list? And why? I did. He's mine too. UJ, why do you have him? He looks like he's ready to go right now. I mean, from what I've seen of him in the games uh, in the preseason. This kid looks ready, and I, and I think he's going to be a great contributor to this defense. He's going to stand out quite a bit. So, yeah, I think he's going to have a great year. So, I'm, yeah, definitely going with him. Do we, do we think he's a three-down mm-hmm. linebacker to start yes. the season? I hope so. I do. Oh, yeah. I think he will be. I don't know. He will be. I don't think they're going to start him right yeah. away. but Yeah, I, I wouldn't expect to see him there on third downs a lot, but first and second down, I would, I would expect to see him out there a lot more. Uh, third down would be, I don't know. be interesting. I disagree with you, Z. I'd say the other way around. I yeah. think he's going to be used more as a weapon early on to get after the quarterback on third downs. Okay. Yeah, it'll, it'll be That's really interesting to see if they use him out or how they use him out there, especially at the beginning of the season or they're going to work him in slowly. Uh, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if they gave him a bunch of work right away, though. Uh, yeah, why not? Considering how he looked um, in the preseason, so Rudd Dog and Connor, you didn't say you had Derek Barnes, so uh, let's go to you, Rudd Dog. Who do you have uh, for your rookie of the year? I have uh, Levi Onwunzurike, 
Mm. I think I I think once he gets going, this kid's gonna start tearing things up. Like he's got that kind of rare first step and explosion on the inside that could uh really give teams fits, especially as the season goes on. He figures it out. I I really think this kid could be something special. You know, I I know it's crazy to say Aaron Donald, but <laughs> that kind of uh that kind of an impact maybe to a lesser degree probably but yeah i i think he could, he's gonna have a big year do you think he puts up so if i gave everybody four sacks over under or that sounds like the right number what would you say for over. levi over uj bob yeah uh i'm gonna say he's gonna get around five sacks i'm gonna say the over since the over and under was four yep yeah uh bob? i'll go the under Wow. All right, wow. Connor. What do you say? Drink some more Kool Aid. I'll, I'll go over. I'll still get five. I'm gonna. Well, I set the over under because I thought four would be the right number, so I'm gonna stick with four. I think four is a a good number, especially for a rookie. Uh, but if he obviously if it's over, I'll be happily, uh, or I'll be happy to be wrong about that number. Uh, I'd be happy too. <laughs> uh, but I expect him to use the. So before I get to my de- uh, defense MVP, Connor, who do you have? Or uh, not? defensive uh, sorry rookie of the year rookie of the year i have amona st brown just because i think the uh the wide receiver room is a pretty desolate place for the lions right now and i think this kid's really got a chance to shine and show us what he's got and i have big expectations from this year how um, big of expectations how many receptions and ca- uh yards do you think we're gonna see out of him oh man uh, if I, I said know. four, let's let's do four, let's say four hundred. Give me an over or under. Four hundred four hundred fifty yards. Over. I think over. Does anybody have under four hundred fifty yards? For St. Brown. Yeah. No over. Over. I'll put him right around there. I, I'll, I think I'll I get around six hundred and fifty yards. It's my prediction. Oh wow, you're, you're going big. Yeah, you you stick with the rookie of the year, so you know you gotta yeah, yeah go gotta big, big, baby. You gotta yeah. go big on rookie of the year. Um, I, I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna say he gets around 400, so I'm gonna go slightly under, uh, just because I do think we have other weapons we're gonna throw out there, uh, and he won't be the future focus. We might get three or four catches a game. Uh, I, I don't see him having a hundred yard game this year or anything like that. That's why I think it's gonna stack. Up. Although it'll be, I, I'm trying to consider stats in my head with a 17th game throw in, so maybe the maybe this number should be higher. But uh, sure, it'll be. But 450 sounds. Maybe about right for a rookie wide receiver that is not the number one. Our clear number one is Tyrell Williams, right? Everybody agrees with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So our number two is what will be really fascinating um, in this offense. <laughs> I think that's so wide open. Khalif Raymond seems like he might have it early on uh, in, in the going, but then Kaderil Hodge, Trinity Benson, the guy we traded for, Cephas, Tom Kennedy. Uh, who knows what other wide receivers come along <laughs> later in the year? This is just who we're starting with. Uh, yeah, they well, seem so high on this Trinity Benson guy, mm-hmm. and, uh, but we have we just haven't seen anything. They just got him, so I don't know. This kid could be the one. Plus, Cephas is uh, starting his Hall of Fame career. the the, the <laughs> Hall of Fame portion of it starts this coming year, so you got to watch out for him. <laughs> yeah, good point, Connor. I don't I don't think he's gonna lead anybody, but. I'm glad Kennedy made it. I'm kind of interested to see what he does if he gets some key first downs for them. I don't think it'll have huge numbers, but yeah. I think he'll contribute now and then. Absolutely. I bet 40% of his catches are for first downs. Mm. 
He, That's my prediction. Is he going to fill like the Danny Amendola role, like the guy that just uh, by little white guy that gets open on third downs and yeah, uh, move the chains? Me. <laughs> uh, we, we, we can get to that in a moment uh, So my rookie of the year is going to be uh, Aleem McNeil I, I think this guy showed a lot of good things In the preseason And for Levi Wunzarike, Levi and Wunzarike Rudd Dog To have that type of rookie of the year season I think Aleem McNeil Will be the big reason why Because he's going to maybe have to take on a lot of double teams On the inside and allow a Wunzarike To get those one-on-ones from the three technique uh, Because Big deal will be dominating so much in the inside. I hope that's what happens. Uh, I don't know if it will. He's a rookie after all, but there's a lot of promise there. He's one of the freak athletes that we drafted here. Uh, so yeah. that was that was my pick, at least, from just an yeah. impact standpoint. Z, I, I, I was thinking about him, actually, and uh, I didn't pick him, but uh, I think that guy's going to be here for a long time. They, the staff seems really high on him, and a, a great nose tackle would be awesome. We, we've been sorely missing a good nose tackle for a, a while um mm-hmm. in Detroit. So yeah, I think he's pick. I think he's going to allow uh you know more freedom to rush off the edge too. It, it, taking those double teams on the inside, getting that guard uh to move over to center rather than help on the outside uh oh, yeah. and free up I I think it's just going to make a world of difference. If you have a inside rusher like that or a guy that can take on a double team, that's just huge for defense. Cuz we I last year our inside men were getting blown back. That's why I wasn't necessarily thrilled to see Nick Williams make the roster necessarily. I didn't think we saw a lot of him. Even Penasini, he was just, he's okay. I guess he's a, a decent rotational guy. You've been waiting for him to get cut. For no uh, disrespect yeah. to Penasini. <laughs> yeah. You, you always hate that one guy, Zach. This is that guy. <laughs> yeah. you. Penasini, yeah. the Every year this one mean. guy on the roster. What did he ever do to you? What did he do? He didn't do anything. I, just, I think he's just... <laughs> Slightly under mediocre, I guess. Uh, But (laughs) I I hope he proves me wrong. You know, I I hope he improves this year. A lot last last year he would make a couple splash plays and then Z would pull out some stat line that makes him look bad for the game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, move on. (laughs) I I I mean, hopefully, a lot of these guys, you know, the big leap is in the second year when they're, you know, they don't have to go through the college draft. Uh, they get the whole offseason to work on their NFL body. Uh, so I'm, I'll be really fascinated to see if he can make that leap. Maybe maybe he'll prove me wrong. I'd love to see it, that's for sure. Um, so let's move on to the next category. That is defensive MVP. Or, I'm sorry, offensive uh, offensive MVP. Offensive easy. MVP. Uh, Big BBC. category. Easy. I just wanted to make a note. Nobody said Panay Suel for the rookie of the year, which is interesting. Uh, I know you guys have – been down at me for pointing out his flaws so far. Yeah, you're you've been seems, hating on him lately. But I'm just saying it seems to have you know. No, I I said when I was confirmed. giving mine that it's he changed positions. He's took a year off. He's gonna take a little yeah. time. So that's all. I'd say it's gonna be a okay. Hall of Famer still. Okay. Yeah, it, progress takes time, Big Z. You're not gonna magically be a Hall of Famer overnight. I I like his long term prospects as well, but you. I'm just saying, do all of you have the same concerns that I've said out loud here? To a degree. No. To a degree. No. Nope. Not really. Mm. No. No, yeah. not at all. Okay. In fact, I think you need to double down on that Kool-Aid. My, con- yep. my concerns are only it'll be inconsistent throughout the year. We'll see some good, but some bad. But um, As happens with rookies. Anyways, offensive MVP. Let's go to this. Let's start with uh, Connor. Who is your okay. offensive MVP for the year? I think the, the, obvious, the obvious choice is Hawkinson. But I'm actually going to say DeAndre Swift, Mm. just because I think the O-line is going to be dirty this year. 
I think he's due for a breakout second year, and I think we're going to be leaning much more on the run game than we ever could or ever chose to with Stafford. I, I think he's gearing for something good, something special, and I think this is the year he cements himself as a true uh, top-tier running back in the do, league. Do you think we see him get a lot of carries early on in the season, though? So I think he's going to be a, a splitting a lot more early in the season, but I think as the year goes on, I think we'll see him start to dominate the run game. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. We, I mean, there's so much about this coaching staff we just don't even know yet. So right. it's all kind of speculation. I think early on he splits probably the first three, four games of the year, but I think after that he starts to run away with that RB1 role. For sure. Did anybody else have DeAndre Swift? Is there an MVP? Ooh, all right, all right. I like it, I like it. Uh, Rudd Dog, who'd you have as your offensive MVP? Uh, I'm going with Jared Goff. I think he's going to have a chip on his shoulder after the way things went down with the Rams. And – uh I just think the, the Lions have actually done a good job of putting a lot of weapons around them. Hawk, Swift, but this receiving core, you know, it's not a lot of proven guys, but there's a lot of interesting talent. I think they're going to surprise people. And, uh, uh, you know, golf will be right there at the middle of it all, making it work, especially as the O-line continues to get better. I just think he's going to have a great year. If he makes it to the playoffs, takes the Lions to the playoffs, I think, especially with the way everyone's treating us this year, acting like we're, you know – like bottom of the, the pile oh, yeah. type of rebuild, I think he'll be a prime candidate for that MVP. Absolutely. I don't know if you guys saw on ESPN today, they they had like a predictions list of top offenses, lowest defenses, top defense. So they, they had the Lions as a bottom three defense and a bottom three offense, but a top 10 offensive line. So <laughs> some love, I guess. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, not a lot of, yeah, like Rudd Dog say, not a lot of respect. Uh, we can get in the over-under when we get into our season predictions uh, or, like, record predictions later. But, uh, Rudd Dog, I'm curious. Jared Goff is your offense MVP, so what do you think his stat line will be? Uh, how many touchdowns does he throw this year? If I say 25 and a half as the over-under. Uh, I was going to say, well, that definitely over. I was thinking closer to 40. Whoa. 40? Hey, wow. 40 touchdowns. Wow. Yeah. Is this kid That's enough? easy money. Easy money for you. Now, Kitna threw 50. Didn't yeah, remember when Kitna said he wanted to throw 50 touchdown passes? <laughs> and he wasn't How even many did he throw that year? Yeah. yeah. Did he even – he didn't finish his starter. <laughs> yeah. He probably threw like two that year, I'm guessing. Uh, does anybody say under 25 and a half touchdowns that he throws? I paid under. I'm going to say he throws 27. You throw two a game, that's 36, or that's 30 – they did the extra Four. game. 34. Yeah. So, so. Oh, I yeah. keep forgetting about that extra game. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. All right. Barely over with the extra game. Yeah, I would say maybe I should have upped it, I guess. 26 is what I would say. Uh, that that would That's my prediction. And then 4,000 yards, is that reasonable? Uh, and today, yeah, I think that's reasonable. I think that's very reasonable and expected almost. Maybe like 4,500. Mm, 4, is really good. Even for a 17-game season, that's really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think 290 yeah. around, like if you have around 290 for a 17-game season, that's 5,000 yards. So that's that's a lot of passing yards. Uh, yeah, out of golf. Um, I forget uh, those 5,000-yard seasons aren't normal. No, 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 yeah. And having you know, Stafford do a couple was. Um, I know this is a little unrelated, but I just was talking to a Bears fan uh, recently, and 
Do you know the Bears have never had a 4,000-yard passer? I did know that, actually, because I, I like yeah. to make fun of them for that. All did the you time. see their Crazy. leading passer, their leading single-season passer? Eric Kramer. Was it Grossman? Kramer? Eric, Eric Kramer. Kramer. Oh. <laughs> it was 3,800 and change, and that was like their best wow. season. Kind of crazy Jay Culler not, never got to that. I know. Um, I was surprised. I was surprised. So, uh, UJ, who'd you have for your MVP, offensive MVP? To me, the obvious one was Hawk. Uh, I think Goff is, you know, the, these receivers, he's not played with most of these guys. He's learning how they work and everything. He's going to need someone to lean on, and he's going to lean on Hawkinson heavily. And Hawkinson, I think, is ready to take that next step into elite territory. So I think he's going to lean very heavily on this guy, trust him, count on him. And, uh, yeah, Hawk's going to have a lot of catches, over 1,000 yards for sure. Uh, I don't know how many catches, but he, he's going to be the main, main weapon in the passing game for this, for this team. By all accounts, uh, Hawkinson and Goff have been working just a ton in the offseason, even like a little after and before practices. Uh, so a lot of positive yeah. vibes there, at least going into the season, about the connection those two are going to have. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm really excited to see how Hawk does this year. I think he's just going to be spectacular. And in this age where tight ends are such an important weapon to teams, uh, it's going to be really fun to have one of the elite ones on our team for a change. Yeah, so, that'd yeah. be great. Absolutely. He's definitely uh, worthy. It seems like he's trending towards worthy of that top 10 pick that we made him uh, rather than the Eric Ebron signing <laughs> or, or a <laughs> yeah. draft that we had a yeah. few years ago. Uh, but this is a big he's, year. For, this is a big year for Hawkinson in terms of uh, proving if he can be in that elite status. It's kind of fun watching him. Uh, some of these videos, him working out with Kittle and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. He just, he just looks really good. It looks really ready, you know, and, and, I'm comparing him and Kittle in these videos, and they don't look that much different. Even I mean, the way they move, the you know their their quickness, change of direction, stuff like that. So I think Hawk is he's getting there, man. He's getting to that elite territory right now. Definitely, and I, I had Hawkinson too as well. UJ, uh, I I just think he's he's the centerpiece of what this offense uh, needs, especially from a like a the passing game standpoint. Uh, he's gonna have to take over the middle of the field basically to open up the outside. What the Lions do have is some speed on the outside, but that safety, the people over the middle of the field, um, they're not going to even hesitate to I, – I want them to think about covering the middle and Hawkinson to open up that outside deep passing game, um, and that doesn't happen without Hawkinson kind of dominating the middle field and taking on one or poss possibly two guys over the middle. Uh, that just won't happen. So mm -hmm. Hawkinson going to need to be elite uh, because – but again, and that that also goes back to Goff. If he has a, if he is the MVP, Rudd Dog, uh, he's gonna have to really show that he can throw downfield. Uh, something that he was a little maligned for uh, leaving uh, L.A. But people don't know if that's more that was McVay's scheme or Goff's indecision. I, that'll be interesting to see as we go on throughout the season. Yeah. Uh, Bob, who'd you have? Yeah, I like. Uh, well, first of all, we just say on the Goff thing. I I. Do you think he has a chip on his shoulder and he's probably going to surprise people a little better because I don't think many people are expecting too much from him this year. That's his receiver room no. is garbage pretty much. But I also went with Hawk. Um, they're going to, I think that guy's ready to be a star on the national scene. And uh, he, I mean, he puts himself in the conversation. He's not afraid of the pressure and uh, it'll be tough because uh, our receiver room so thin. I'm sure defense will be targeting Hawk, but I think our, our uh, new coaches are going to find ways to get him the ball one way or another. So I think Hawk's ready to 
break out on the big stage. So Hawk for offensive player. Absolutely. All right. So three for Hawk, one for Swift, and one for Jared Goff. That's our offensive MVP predictions. And now let's move on to the defensive side of the ball. This could go a lot of different ways. I'm excited to see what you guys have. Uh, let's start with you, Rudd Dog. Who'd you have as your defensive MVP? Uh, I think this guy's going to take the next step this year and really uh, cement himself as one of the elites, that being Romeo Aquara. Mm. I think, uh, by all accounts, he's just – the confidence is just swelling within him, and he's really dominating now at practice more than he even won last year with his 10-sack season. I think he's going to thrive in this new stand-up position on the outside, and uh, I think he's going to be the our difference maker up front and making sacks and pressuring the quarterback. So I think he's going to have a big year. Absolutely. Ten sacks last year. What Do you think he surpasses that this year? Yeah, I think he, he does it by a, a handful. Mm. Maybe gets close to 15. Oh, 15 sacks. Wow. Puts himself in the one of the elites. I like it. it. I mean, what does everybody else think? Did anybody first of all did anybody else have uh, Romeo Aquara as your defensive MVP? I did too. Yeah. I I believe he will be, but it's not the person I'm gonna say. So Okay. Uh UJ, just really <laughs> quick on Romeo Aquara. Yeah, like Red Dog said, I, he this guy's just swelling with confidence right now. I, I think he's gonna be the tone setter for this whole defense. And now with our beefed up uh D line. I think he's going to have even more opportunities to make sacks. So I, I do believe that he will will beat his last year's total and some, have somewhere between 12 and 15 sacks this year. He, he's going to definitely set the tone for this D. I'm telling mm -hmm. you, this kid's ready to go. I, and he we, he just got paid, too. And contrary to a lot of guys, this guy is uh, more than living up to it so far. Obviously, we haven't seen a game yet, but uh, practice in every other way, leadership, he's, he's doing it all. So, yeah, I think he's definitely going to dominate. Absolutely. Absolutely, Connor. Uh, who'd you have then? If you didn't, if you're leaning Aquara, but you're picking someone else, I think Aquara will objectively be our best player. But uh, this this is kind of out of left field. But I think uh, second year cornerback out of Ohio State, Jeff Akuda, nice. going to be mm, our like defensive yeah. MVP this year. I think I think he got a really bad rap his first year. He was hurt for most of the year, and he had uh, probably the worst coach in Lions history uh, calling shots on D. Um, and I don't think we really got a true look at his number one cornerback potential. And, I mean, he was a top five pick, and I think he's going to explode this year. And I'm really excited to see. And maybe that, maybe I only say this because I think the expectations have been, like, dimmered for him a bit just because of last year. But I think he will show why we drafted him that high. I'm excited to see it happen. And I think you have to throw in the fact, too, uh, like, well, you said new coach, which is part of the reason. But, I mean, uh longest time to throw for any quarterback in the NFL on average uh, against the Lions. It was the longest. Uh, the Lions yeah. got after the quarterback slower than anybody else in the league, uh, and that just hurts cornerbacks. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys ever heard the quote from the old uh, Rams defense coordinator. He's now the head coach of the Chargers, but he said the best cornerback the Rams had on the team the last couple of years uh, was Aaron Donald Oh yeah, because <laughs> the guy could just yeah. put pressure up the middle. And these quarterbacks only had to cover for like two seconds every time, uh, so it makes the job just insanely easier. Just uh, like yeah. just common common sense. <laughs> so I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, I think a, a better <laughs> beat up D line gives Akuda a chance to show his elite skills. Yeah, uh, for sure. 
it, the, can he make the play when he when it's thrown at him? Uh, we we, we, we will see. see for sure. Uh, but I do. I think it yeah. starts at the front seven, and then if if it works out like it should, then we, and a lot of the greats take a couple years yeah. to really get their legs under them. No, I do agree with yeah. you though, Big Z. I yeah. think the pass rush is critical to our cornerback success this year. So we'll see. Uh, Bob, who'd you have? I uh, I know there's a lot of fun, shiny new toys on this team, but I went mm. with the old veteran uh, Trey Flowers. Mm. I think yeah. I think Trey Flowers is just a, a solid football player, and I think even yeah. on the bad teams, when he's healthy, he's putting up decent numbers. And I think uh, he's he seems energized with the new staff too, and I think he's gonna just have a great year. So I'm I'm excited to see him. If he can stay healthy, you know he he loves he knows where the ball's going. I mean he can create turnovers, get to the quarterback. He does a lot of stuff. So, yeah, Trey, Trey Flowers, my guy. Trey Flowers is a guy I don't think we've really talked about much. Uh, and ter- just because I don't think we know what to expect out of him in this defense, uh, mm-hmm. like where he's going to be lining up, I, I think it's going to be really fascinating because we, yeah. we didn't see him in the preseason either. So, yeah. yeah, they're talking about playing him as a linebacker or off yeah. the edge. So, as so a he's... big Patricia guy, you just don't know. Like, what they're going to do with some of these guys. Yeah, I just know he's a great athlete, and I think he's going to adapt to whatever they do. He's, yeah, I, he's our highest-paid defender, so I, I would hope he could play at that MVP level, that's for sure. Um, I heard go one with... of his teammates says he covers, like, a cornerback out there. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to go with somebody that's probably way out of uh, – even more out of left field than you, Connor, in terms of Kuda. Because actually, I was kind of oh, thinking of Kuda. You're going to stage me up. All right. Let's but see I'm going to drink the Kool-Aid, I think, with the coaching staff a little bit on this one. Even though I've given him a lot of shit over the, especially the past oh, year. But maybe it's just because of the coaching staff. But this coaching staff really seems to like him and like him a lot more than any of us. That's Will Harris. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh man! I think wow. Will Harris is going to step up in a big way this year wow. and take the giant leap forward. Wow. I'm drinking the Kool Aid on the coaching staff with Will Harris, and I think he becomes the impact safety that a guy <clears throat> like um, uh, I can't remember his first name Hill uh, that end up going or the guy that ended up going to the Browns yeah. and the Rams, the safety. I can't remember his name for. I thought it was Josh Josh Hill. Uh, I should have wrote the that name. Sounds down. right, but um. Either way, I, I think he has jo- – no, Johnson. Johnson, sorry. Uh, and I, I, I think he makes some big impact plays this year. I saw some things in the preseason, some decisiveness that we hadn't seen the the prior year, and I think he's going to make some big plays for us this year. He's going to be all over the field. I think okay. someone spiked your Kool-Aid, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it, though. That's, that's funny. But, that's but see, I've been reading about him, too. Like, uh, I thought it was interesting – he he did so poorly last year, but you knew the coaching staff loved this guy. I'm like they're seeing something in him, and then this new staff also loved this guy. So he's got to be doing something right. Right. And, uh, I think they'll use him better, so he does have a chance to excel this year. I'm I'd be excited for him to step up if he does. Absolutely. All right. Uh, let, let's go to we have uh, three more categories, and then we get to the um, record. So. Really quick, uh, what will be the vibe of this team by the end of the season? What do you predict the vibe will be? Um, is it Super Bowl victory? Uh, are you, it's just like we, we get some big, meaningful wins, but not make the, the – just really quick, what, what, what will the vibe be? Let's start with you, UJ. Well, let's see. I think this is going to be a team with a bullet pointing straight up, you know what I mean, an arrow pointing straight up. 
I think this team, it might take a while to gel, but once they do, it's going to be sky's the limit for this team. And I think they're going to believe it. They're going to start believing. So I don't think, well, whatever happens at the end, I think it'll be very positive going into next year. So uh, if you're just talking about the general vibe, I say, yeah, they're buying in. I think these teams are going to love each other. They're going to play for each other, this coaching staff. And so, yeah, very positive vibe, I'm saying. Connor. I would agree with that. I mean, I think early on in the year, there's going to be a lot of frustrations with this team. But I think regardless of the record this year, I think by the end of the year, we will see what is being built and we will be hopeful. Absolutely. Bob? Yeah, I think it's going to be a positive vibe. I think last year, the vibe went south uh, towards the end, especially. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think everyone's excited for a fresh start. And uh, people seem to be pulling on the same rope so far, and I think it's going to continue. And they've got that that little attitude that Campbell's trying to build. They don't chip at each other in practice even, but I think they love each other, and I think they're going to – it's going to be an exciting year. I mean, as far as building uh, camaraderie. Absolutely. I, I, I think, yeah, the vibe at the end of the season is maybe they win, maybe they lose. Uh, I mean, we're not getting to the, really the record as much right now with this question. It's just more the feeling. And this is just a team that's going to, under Dan Campbell's leadership and the new leadership um, of Spielman at the top, um, is a team that's just going to fight to the very end. Uh, this is not a team like we saw in Carolina last year that just like looked like the walking dead and lost 20 to nothing. You're not going to see that out of this team at all. You're going to see a team that's at least willing to fight all 60 minutes of the game. And that that's, I think, going to reverberate and be like the, the culture shock that we needed. Uh, Rudd Dog? I think this team's going to be just what Dan Campbell said it's going to be. This team's going to, you know, no matter what happens, if they get knocked down every time they come up, they're going to take a kneecap off the other team. And, you know, eventually they'll be the last one standing. So, hmm. yeah, I think the, the vibes are going to be very positive and very strong at the end of the season. Especially when we win the Super Bowl, it's going to be really hard for him to be kind of down. So, you know, there's that. All right. So my next question is, will Austin Siebert be our kicker by the end of the season? Do you, do you know, we, we don't spend too long on this. Just a, maybe a quick yes, no. Uh, we'll start with you, Connor. I'm going to say no. UJ? Uh, I'm going to say no, too. <laughs> Rudd Dog? I'm going to go with no. <laughs> Bob? I'm going to go with yes. Yeah. Drinking the Kool-Aid. Drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> I'm going to say no as well, but I was just curious what everybody thought about our kicker situation. Uh, <laughs> we were going to make fun of so much for cutting both of them. Like, yeah. nationally, they were making fun of the Lions. <laughs> I don't know the big fun over. They just like the new direction. Maybe like the, the the Lions are seeing way in the future. Like people think kicking is going by the wayside in the NFL in general. Like kickoffs are going to be gone and stuff. So maybe the Lions are just maybe they're forward thinking. They're just getting rid of the Ooh, kicker position altogether. But no, I I, I think uh, we'll go through some up and downs at that position. Unfortunately, did, did anyone see the uh, Jack Fox's response to people asking him if he can kick field goals? Oh yeah, that video of him missing all the field goals and yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. very funny. That's hilarious. Oh uh, yeah, that that was a that was a re- really great response. <laughs> um, so my next question is, who do you think? So right now, you know, everybody's starting at even, but by the end of the season. Even if you let, – let's say you don't own any jersey, what is the jersey you will want to buy most by the end of the season of any Lions player? I think that's an interesting one. So hmm. maybe it's a popularity thing with you. Maybe it's just – so, uh, Bob, who, which jersey would you want to buy most, do you think, by the end of the season? 
Well, uh, I don't know. I'd go with the probably an Okuda jersey. Mm. That guy's could be around here for the rest of his career, probably, or for a like, good portion. Like, <laughs> like to buy a jersey with some legs, because if you buy a golf jersey, you might have to get rid of it in two years. So mm. that's a, unless you're Rudd Dog, he's probably getting a <laughs> golf jersey MVP. Yeah, Rudd Rud Dog, so. you can get a golf jersey by the end of the season. No, I'm not really like the quarterback jersey type guy. I'm thinking more like a Derek Barnes. Uh, you know, like I, I never got a Levy jersey, but I would have loved to. I, 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 and I that would have been a Barnes, cool jersey. Yeah, and I think Barnes could be uh, on Levy's level <laughs> for us. And I'm very excited about his potential going forward. You know, I just love that f- fast playmaker linebacker type. It's just one of my favorite things to watch in football. For sure. Got her. Um, I want it to be Goff because that means he popped off this year. Um, I think the safe bet for me would be Hawkinson just because I think he'll probably steal the show on offense a lot, and he's very popular with the team. So, yeah, I'll say Hawkinson. I'll, I'll go Hawkinson as well I, I just because I do think he'll have the most uh, notoriety of anybody on the team by the end of the season. Uh, he has the personality as well that makes you you know happy that you made your purchase. Like You think he'll be around for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> that's that's where I'm leaning. You, Jay? Oh, it's easy. Tom Kennedy. Uh, yeah, let's, let's go to with my Zach Center jersey and Jace Billingsley. I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I believe in the underdog, man. Believe in the underdog, and these guys worked their butts off to get there. No one expected them to. So yeah, Tom Kennedy. Absolutely <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right, so now let's get into it. Uh. The prediction for the Detroit Lions record this season. I'm really curious where you guys will go with this. So, Connor, let's start with you. Are you going to be drinking the Kool-Aid on the Lions season this year? Mm, um, <laughs> as much as I want to say we're going to win a Super Bowl, I... I think I might temper my my expectations. I do. Let me um, uh, let me point out too. The over under in Vegas for the Detroit Lions right now is four and a half. But they are they than... they have the most bet over in Vegas right now. So my prediction, you all will hate me, but I think people in Vegas would think I'm crazy the other way. Um, <laughs> I think they're going to finish eight and nine this year. Hmm, okay. Um. I think we're going to have some really rough periods early on in the season. We might lose our first three games. But I think this team's going to start to figure it out, and they're going to start building something. And by the end of the year, we're going to be so jazzed up, we don't even care we missed the playoffs. So 8-9 and nine is my final prediction for yeah. the Lions this season. And, Connor, I, I should point out, and, and this is for our listeners as well, the Lions are the third toughest schedule in the NFL. Uh, per This That's goes true. off of records from last year. Let me just go over their schedule really quick. Um. So, home against the 49ers, at Packers on Monday Night Football. The rest of these, besides Thanksgiving, by the way, noon. <laughs> not many, not much prime time for the Lions. Uh, home against the Ravens, at Chicago, at Minnesota, home against the Bengals, at LA Rams, home against the Eagles, at Steelers, at Browns, then home for the Bears on Thanksgiving, home for the Vikings, then at Denver, home for the Cardinals, at Atlanta, at Seahawks, and home for the Packers. So that is a tough schedule without a doubt. A lot of top defenses, uh, a lot of former playoff teams. So uh, l- let me throw this over to Bob now. Yeah. Uh, well, that schedule thing is a little overblown, I think. 
I know the Bears mm-hmm. mentioned about that too, but they're tough schedule. But uh, you know, if you're in the NFL, you're gonna win. You got to beat everybody, so it doesn't matter. Um, but the Lions obviously rebuild this year. I did bet the uh, the over on the the four and a half, and uh, but I, being a Kool Aid drinker, I cannot pick a losing season. So I'm gonna go with uh, nine and eight. This Ooh, year. all right. Wow. Yeah. Winning record. Does that make... even squeak into a wild card with that? Mm, okay. So, wow. Yeah. There I is seven. There's seven yeah. wild card spots. So, yeah. or seven teams make the playoffs. I'm sorry. Um. So let's go to uh, Rud Dog. What do you got? Your prediction? Yeah, I mean, I think every one of these games looks pretty winnable. Honestly, I mean, yeah, there's some tough teams and blah 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 but i think uh i think we got a pretty good chance in all these games but you know i'll be somewhat realistic when i my prediction here i I think we win 11 games and only lose five six games so uh yeah 11 and six uh in our first year all right with a a playoff bid and i think we beat the packers in the last game of the season to take the division. All right. Wow. Do we, how far do we go into playoffs then? I mean, the Super Bowl is the, is the <laughs> answer. So, all right. I know we're going all the way, but yeah, yeah. Super Bowl. Sorry. Sure. <laughs> Maybe I'm jumping a category two in, in front, I guess. <laughs> um, all right, man. All right. UJ, what do you got? Okay. I'm, I'm going to kind of agree with uh, Bob here. I'm going to go nine and eight. I think, uh, you know, a lot of all the prognosticators are, are not giving the Lions any kind of chance at all. But we have a very, very, very young team. And these guys don't know they're supposed to suck, you know. So they're, they're going to go out there and they're going to be playing really hard. And they're going to surprise a lot of people, I think. I really do. So uh, it, it might be – I think the early going, it might be a little rougher. But, uh, yeah, I think they come out, build some momentum. You have a nice 9-8 record. And if they do eat into the playoffs, look out for this team. That's all I'm saying. All I right. Mean, I like it. Um, so I had seven and ten, uh, and, but I, I think that's I think that's a good record to me. Uh, I mean, that's an I, optimistic I, look. I I know it's not playoffs, but um, what's the name of this podcast? I know <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of people would think a lot of people would think drinking the blue Kool Aid is a seven to ten record uh, <laughs> compared to you know what the rest of the nation yeah. sees us at. True. Uh, so it depends, I guess, how you uh, <laughs> uh, define drinking the blue Kool Aid. Sometimes, and I, I think this is me drinking the blue Kool Aid because I, th- I think these seven. This is a tough schedule. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and I think this team is going to see a lot of big steps forward. And next year is when we really start competing for that playoff spot. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope Rudd Dog is right. You know, like Super Bowl aspirations this year. I, I would love to see nothing more. Trust me. Uh, and we'll probably predict a victory every week, honestly, on this podcast. We probably will. <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, I do have a seven and nine, uh, just because I I, I want to try to be exactly right. Seven and uh, nine <laughs> or seven and ten. Seven sorry, and nine. <laughs> uh, seven and ten. Seven and ten. Um, so that that's that's where I'm at. So I'm I'm sorry if I disappointed the the the, the blue Kool Aid 
a holiday yes. uh, out there. See, I'm just thinking of the little little kids who listen to this co- podcast. They're like, <laughs> yeah, say it go, ain't Z. so, Z. Say it ain't so. <laughs> if Big Z doesn't believe in us, who will? <laughs> Don't listen to that man, little Joey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, gentlemen, just before we wrap this up, two more categories, just the league-wide in general. Um. Who is who will win MVP for this season in the NFL? Who do you have? I, I can guess maybe Connor and Bob and number uh, probably, nine, probably mine too. Honestly, Matthew, yeah. Stafford. Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford. I had Matt Stafford as well. Uh, he is sixteen to one is his odds. There's eighteen to one depending eighteen or sixteen to one about uh, depending on where you find it, which I think is really good value. Uh, but I, I I do have him as the MVP for the NFL this season. I don't know if Rudd Dog or UJ had All anyone right. different. When I said my MVP for our offense, I was also implying that Goff would win the MVP for the league as well. Ah, so. All right, there it is. Uh, <laughs> so. Bob's holding up his uh, bet that he made in Vegas uh, yeah, for Stafford. Stafford. What odds did you get those at, Bob? Uh, what is it here? Uh, <laughs> plus 1,800. Oh, okay, 18-1. Nice. That's not yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hovering around there, too. UJ, did you have anybody like Josh Allen, uh, no, Patrick Mahomes? Really? Really, really old guy, Tom Brady. Ah, yeah, it, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing uh, what he's been able to do. He's going to be forty-four. <laughs> I know it's incredible. That's what I'm going with. Crazy. Uh, so, and let, but the last one I wanted to say is uh, Super Bowl predictions. Uh, who do you think will win the Super Bowl this year? Well, hey, Z, you've got to qualify this. Okay, we're assuming now that the Lions aren't going to be in it, right? Yes. In this in this exercise. Yes. Yes, this in is, this exercise, this is assuming okay. that the Lions do not make the Super Bowl. Who would who, who would you have? I don't care about this exercise. The Bills, <laughs> the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Okay, my you have the Bills. Yep. UJ, Josh did you have? It's going to pop. Well, yeah. I got the I got the Bills in Tampa being in the Super Bowl. Mm. I, th- I think that's going to be the matchup, and uh, boy, it's a toss up as who wins it. But uh, uh, I'll go with Tampa again. <laughs> I'm going to go with Bur- the old man what Brady in Tampa is again. This, again? <laughs> this is without the Lions. Why? Lions. Well, you have the Lions win the Super Chill Bowl, Rudd Dog. I could see that. You don't have to partake in the exercise if you don't. If you don't want it's a to. Disturbing exercise. <laughs> Bob, yeah. who do you have? Um, I'm gonna go with uh, the Chiefs. Mm. Chiefs, Mahomes. He's gonna cement his legacy early. He's overrated. The all-time greats, probably. But. Overrated. Um, and I would have the Browns uh, winning. The I was Super gonna Bowl say the Browns. Browns too, since we're doing this demented game. I can't handle a Browns <laughs> Super Bowl. Someone else has to win it. <laughs> yeah, they got. There's got to be other teams to press along with our history, right? They can't. They can't just leave us alone. Yeah, no. <laughs> even there, even, no one's history compared to ours, though. Even no. even if it's the Browns. Um. <laughs> so. Uh. Yeah. I think uh, we made all our predictions we need to right now on this podcast. Uh, but, man, ex- exciting stuff. We- later this week, we will have an episode uh, previewing week one of the NFL season. That's right. It's here. It's coming this Sunday uh, where the Lions will be hosting the San Francisco 49ers. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Twitter at Drinking Lions. Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. Please download and please subscribe. Uh, we and we'd love to see a review as well. We'd really appreciate the feedback. Anything you give, positive or negative, it's all right. Uh, we believe it. It's all in good faith. So thank you everybody for listening. We look forward to the upcoming season and look forward to our preview later this week.
And last but not least, as always, go! Go! go. Field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a lion's victory. at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money.